uh, I took Mikey to McDonald's last week. Which, right. That's not really a big deal because that happens all the time. You just it's quick, it's a dollar, whatever. But right. something happened when we were there on our way there. I got a glimpse of when I was a kid. Do you remember the commercials they used to do? And I really wish they still did them. Where it was Ronald McDonald and Grimace. And I remember as a kid, I had a plate, a plastic plate that had them all on it. And Mm -hmm. they used to have the glasses that they'd sell with one of the characters. I remember that. Well, it got... I think we still have one. Do you? Uh, Yeah, I think Jess has one with Grimace on it. Do you remember the original... Hamburglar. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you remember what he looked like? I can't think off the top of my head. Right. They revamped him in the more recent years, say 20 years ago. What he was was the ugliest, witch-looking, scary thing you could possibly see. And I remember this from the plate. He, he had, like, a, a prison stripe outfit on. Yeah, he had the prison stripe outfit. He had the hat, the, the, bandit mask, the bandit mask, and, like, warts or whatever on his face. And a long witch nose and long gray hair. I it, don't necessarily remember the hair, but, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was long and gray. And he I had, it's he one had, of those things that you were distracted by everything else, or I was distracted by everything else, so, but, yeah. He had um, a witch nose, and... Yeah, he, he was he was so so I start telling telling Mikey about this because he doesn't know anything about the fun McDonald's commercials. So I start you know, and this is all driving back there, and as I'm driving it's reminded me of my youth and watching the commercials and thinking they were fun. And I used to have like the Mego Ronald McDonald figure that had the the, the multi pockets on his jumpsuit. And yeah. it was cool. I used to, you know, for whatever, I'd try and figure out a scenario where Robin and Spider-Man would interact with them. And so I'm telling Mike y'all about this. And then I start going, comparing the, the, going through the list of all the characters. And what, and then what they stood for. Do you remember what, obviously, Hamburglar was a cheeseburger? Yeah, I don't, I mean, I know, I think Grimace was originally supposed to be a, a bad guy, but beyond that, I don't. He was he he represents the shake. He's he was always hey, I want a shake, and that was his his, his shtick. Okay. And then uh, then they had who else did they had? They had Mayor McCheese. Yeah, I remember Mayor McCheese. Right, and then they I had. Remember, I know they eventually introduced the Fry Kids. Fry Kids came later. Fry Guys, they call them. Yeah, Fry Guys. Right, and. Uh, so, I'm, you know, while I'm at a stop sign or whatever, I'm looking up. I'm having him look at pictures on my phone of what these guys look like. And there was uh, Officer Big Mac, who was the one who always caught the Hamburglar. The Hamburglar, yeah. Uh, and then I remember when they introduced Birdie. They made a big deal out of introducing Birdie. Remember Birdie? I don't remember Birdie. <laughs> When they started serving breakfast all the time, they brought in, and she was supposed to be the early bird. And she had like a, a pilot's, okay. uh, like a, a World War okay, One pilot's, right? Okay. I don't think I ever realized what her name was. It was Birdie, and then they had uh, the the McNuggets. Remember the little puppets that were all little McNuggets? Yeah. 
well, we start reminiscing. Now I got that I got that that feeling of when I was a kid because now we we pull in. I said, let's walk in. We'll, we'll get our food. And I'm standing there and I'm looking around. I don't know. It just it it brought back that feeling. But I thought, man, I don't know who came up with a lot of these characters. Oh, there was a pirate. Do you remember the pirate? The pirate didn't last long. He was a bad guy too. Yeah, I was gonna say I remember briefly the the pirate, but I don't even remember like what his name was supposed to be. Captain Crook. He represented yeah. the fish fillet, right? And he he looked more like um uh, uh, the Burger King. Remember Burger King with the mask, and it was a guy, right? Yeah. And uh, I just I remember thinking like some of these characters were so god awful. Not not as characters, but how they looked. Like I don't want to eat after looking at the Hamburglar. Yeah. Mikey's looking at. All of a sudden, I hear from the back seat. Ah! I go. What? There's a picture of the original Ronald McDonald on here, and he's got a cup for a nose, and he's got the <laughs> like a Beatles hairstyle. And well, do, you know, do you know who it was? The original Ronald McDonald? Willard Scott. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. There's a picture of him. <laughs> and he is one scary son of a bitch. Welcome to the Never Gets Old Podcast, the podcast of all we love in TV, movies, music, and comics, with your hosts, Mac Jackson and Nathan Shell. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Facebook, and YouTube. Donations at paypal.com at macwjackson at comcast.net. Everybody, it's Mac Jackson. And I'm Nathan Shell. And you're listening to the Never Gets Old podcast, the podcast about comics, TV, movies, and music. And oh boy, do we have news for you? Uh, sorry to say, everybody, but the internet exploded. Uh, no, the internet's it, been exploding like periodically just since last weekend. This is what I'm talking about. about. This is, I mean, today is more news about Comic-Con, which we'll discuss, I'm sure. But what I'm referring to is, if you notice, lately a lot of our conversation has been about the Doctor. Uh, That's because we don't get that many episodes a year, and when we do get them, you have to hit while the iron's hot. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That and the fact that, you know... We've done what three three consecutive issues or yeah issues episodes of this podcast in a row, and they've all fallen I'd say within a month month and a half of the season finale. Exactly. So we have lots to talk about. I have a list. I'm sure Nate may have a list or at least ideas. Yeah, I'm winging it. But (laughs) (laughs) that's okay. I have a long enough list that we'll be fine. Uh, But. The 13th Doctor has been announced. 
And much to the chagrin of many a Whovian, for some reason, they're upset that it's a woman. Well, I think it's split the uh, split the fandom more or less, as I had jokingly said to you, in a bit of a weird turf war based on gender. Um, now, it, it, it's interesting because I had, I had heard it, and I guess in my mind I had already set my mind up to the spot where, oh, they're going to probably do like Star Trek. You know, they'll go like I, like I, like I, like I, person of color, be it. Uh, black, sure. Muslim, whomever. As long as they're a British citizen, I honestly don't care. As long as they keep it a British person. That was always my biggest thing. Because, you know, you hear these oddball rumors that some American actor is going to be cast in it or whatever. And, but they jumped from person of color to woman. Uh-huh. My, my initial thought was, okay, I have no clue who, the, who this chick is, so... I have nothing to base any opinion of it. Uh-huh. I'll give her a shot. Then come to find out, it's the woman, uh, Jody Whitaker. Yep. I believe I'm pronouncing her last name. Yeah, she's from Broadchurch for me. I, yeah, I she's know. from Broadchurch. She's from uh, Attack on the Block. She's a fairly moderately known British actress. Like if you're from Britain, you sure, I, I recognize her. Yeah. I mean, I recognize the woman from somewhere. I just can't place her. Broadchurch. And, you know, we've touched on this on this podcast before. She is actually going to be working with the same showrunner from mm-hmm. Roger. Mm-hmm. So they've got that built-in interconnectivity of, okay, he knows her strengths, he knows her weaknesses, he knows things that she's excelling at, things that she's wanted to dabble with, what have you. So I think from a story element, mm-hmm. I think we're going to be in for a good treat. Sure. Um, Unfortunately, now, uh, you and I had talked about this one before with other things. A move like this from the BBC, regardless of how good or bad that this actress may be in the role, it's going to be viewed as pandering, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate. Yeah. Because I'd like to give I'd like to give the woman an honest to God fair shot, and I'm going to because that's what you and I do. Right. Uh, the other podcast we we do we devoted the last year to what we felt was a lot of pandering oh that's so, putting it kind of I mean, but yeah yeah that's funny too because so, I, mean, I knew we I, were I think it'll be it'll be interesting to see what and it's funny i'm actually starting to see less angry reactions about her casting to the oh my god wow now we actually have an, an interesting chance for a sci-fi character a major sci-fi character to start addressing things that are still, to this day, ridiculous, like the yahoos that feel the need to mansplain stuff to women without giving any indication as to what that woman's interests may be or what have you. Uh, I know Jess has actually remarked about um, it'd be funny to see the doctor go to do something and her chest get in the way. And then the real the look at the, pot, the, the uh, companion, like, how do women deal with this all the time? Mm-hmm. So there's going to be, I think, a, an interesting level of humor that they could throw John. Um, okay. Well, for me, it was last Sunday. I'm upstairs. And I hear, ah, from downstairs. They announced it, they announced it. Look, they showed it. And thump, 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 thump. Here comes Cindy with her phone and the kids behind her. Mm-hmm. And she shows me that video. Now... 
for the last week I've been I've been chewing over my thoughts on this, which is why I wanted to do instead of doing the MacGyver podcast, I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. We have this and so much other news that is not MacGyver related that we need to address these things. Um and I just felt ugh. Not because she's a woman. As a matter of fact, I love the actress. I'm sure she'll do a great job. I'm more familiar with her uh, because of Broadchurch. And yeah, whatever. we haven't gotten a chance to watch any of that. So she's I great. Just, um, yeah. She's very natural. She does. You don't feel like she's acting. You feel like you're watching just someone talk. Okay, um, that makes a lot of sense with stuff other people have said. Okay, cool. Yeah. But my heart sank, and I didn't know why. And I knew it wasn't because she has boobs. That's not it. Uh, to sum it up sincerely from what I've seen Mikey cried apparently when he saw it and not out of happiness Tim now how do I how do I rant here um I don't have a problem like here's the here's what I'm seeing on the internet which is disgusting and I Sunday I didn't even go on I, I was not on at all because you, I didn't want to hear. You were better off not going on Sunday. I didn't want to hear there right. was a lot of anger and rage or anxious, or pompousness anxious. on the other side of it. Which I didn't see so much of that, but then again, you know, I'm only friends with a select small group of the Doctor Who fandom because yeah. you know me, I've got no time for drama. Right. Right. No, <laughs> so, I, I'm just talking about general posts from people on Twitter and. People who yeah. aren't even part of Doctor Who are on there making their comments. And for me, it's what you said. You always put it really well with the pandering remark. I said, the way I set worded it was, I don't feel like this is a, a sincere um, development that happened where you went, well, sure, naturally, sure, of course. You know, no. This felt very politically PC-driven. And that's because all week long, I'm like, okay, why am I bothered? How do I sum up the words? Because I'm not like, well, the doctor. And, and okay, there is a, a, like, from Mikey's point of view, too, there is certain aspects of certain heroes that their gender does play a major part. That's not a bad thing. That's a wonderful thing. Wonder Woman is the case that everybody's using as an example. I don't want Wonder Woman's version now a man. You have to change the gender. No, celebrate all the wonderful heroic aspects and then go, yeah, well, guess what? They also happen to be a man, a woman, a whatever, whatever color. If if you pander too much, like you said, to one side or the other, well, now you can feel it being shoehorned in and it's not really sincere. It's, look, we're making a, a social commentary and... I've watched them do that on Doctor Who with their throwaway comments, whether I agree with their, their thoughts or not. I don't like the political commentary here and there. Like this year, it was a lot about Trump, Doctor Who saying Trump. Now, Grant, you know how the two of us despise Oh, yeah. We, we, so we don't, we, yeah. We have heavily voiced those concerns. And unfortunately, we did, we did catch flack because of that. Oh, boo-hoo, I'm fine with yeah, but I know. my point is, you could feel where the writers are wedging that in because it's the writers who want you to know. Sometimes you see that in comics too, and and the the 
comic people would get either fired or blackballed or whatever because they're shoving too much of their own agenda into their work. And so I felt that with Doctor Who. By the way, do you notice I'm wearing my TARDIS shirt today? I see celebration. Um, so, you know, with this, it. let me give you this, too. Through the week, I've kind of... instead. I'm not doing it on the internet because a majority of the people who voice their opinion on the internet are idiots and nasty, which is... Yeah, and it's it. going the nasty route with it. It's like I was... Yeah. I was being very respectful, like, addressing the people and saying, look, you know, I have no problem with the casting. It's not necessarily who I would have chosen. I was hoping for this character or this actor or this actor. Sure. And then eventually this, like, generation. Right. But right. I'm intrigued by the choice because I'm not that familiar with her body of work. So I'm curious to see what she's going to bring. Well, I'm sure that she'll be wonderful. That's that's the thing. Oh, yeah. I'm not like, and oh, Doctor Who's ruined for me. No. But yeah, one of the one of the first things I did um, once I found out that she was cast, I did the best research that I could to see if because it was that fear of okay, was this to pander? And it from what I was able to dig up through, you know, looking, they actually did not specifically go out looking for a female. See, I heard differently from the the new showrunner. The new showrunner. I, I know he had, I, in an interview with Jody, he had reached out to her and asked if she was going to audition. But from what I had seen, there was casting calls out there for both genders. Right. So but, but he, he had maybe reached out to her because he was thinking, but she still had to audition. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she it even was, said it she wasn't a, It wasn't a tough deal. Right. Oh, not her specifically, but he did say, oh, yeah, the moment that I signed on to be showrunner, I was definitely going to have a female as my next doctor. And I thought, oh, dude, now, see, now you're just, you're you're turning my tummy when you do that because you're not going for the best actor. You have an agenda. For whatever reason, political, personal, whatever, I, that's the part that I, yeah, I have I think, a hard I time. I think BBC still ranked him in and said, look, no, you're not going to just cast a female just because that's what you want you are auditioning other you are auditioning both genders sure, maybe so but my i mean you know mikey's crying because okay let me let me tell you was it peter davidson no peter davidson had come out and made some remarks which what he had said he did say but parts of it were taken out of context. And unfortunately, he has also said no, things not him. Not, not him. Not him. The, the no. next doctor. What? The, his, the doctor that followed him was the sixth uh, doctor. Yeah, uh, Colin Baker. Thank you. Colin Baker, who I guess the two of them kind of got into a, a polite argument as the British do. Very, yeah, I was going to say a very British argument. Uh, but one of the things that Colin Baker did say, which I just I don't this is exactly the type of crap that I can't stand, where everything is too glazed over well let's, you know, why does it have to be a man or a woman, why can't your your, I'm not going to quote it exactly, so forgive me, but the basic idea was, why can't it be a, just a person who inspires you okay, first of all pump the brakes on the, on the PC garbage, I hate that Take a stand, 
don't give me the what is the most even keel thing I could say so that nobody's offended. I hate that garbage. Well, why do you assume that's the case? I mean, because some people do feel that way. Here's the point. No. We can all, oh, yes, that look good. Let me give you an example. Go back to Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman is inspirational. I've loved Wonder Woman since I was a kid, not just because oh, of the movies. Absolutely. You know, yeah. uh, uh, not just because of that, but she really is inspirational. However, you and I both know there is a more to it the closer they are to you. Oh, yeah. If you They're... find a hero that is closer to you that you can aspire to easier, it means more. Oh, absolutely. So my point is, yes, the Doctor will still be inspirational. We're still going to love this woman. But she will be more of... more inspirational to another degree for little girls, say, perhaps. Mm -hmm. And Mikey was crying at the loss of for the next three four years whatever that aspect of new inspiration that is that close to his gender you know what i mean like, well, like I mean, he's young enough that he'll he's young enough that someone his age taking it rather difficult i think is more understandable because that's all he's known someone more closer to our age, yes, I can still understand why they take it difficult, but they should be at least more receptive to the, unfortunately, things do change. I mean, I was just talking to my best friend last night about how, you know, terminology for everything changes. Uh, I put it simply, you know, with uh, autism. Autism used to be this gigantic broad spectrum of things and now it's okay this person's autistic but it's not to you know a level eight variation of it it's more like low one or two on the ladder so to speak mm -hmm. so i mean we're people our age should be more receptive to change we may not necessarily like it and that's okay that's a, it's okay to not like change not everybody does right and but change but doesn't have me, to be bad yeah, I think what bugs me the most is the people that, when they try to voice their, they're not liking change for whatever reason, the people that are just right there on the front lines embracing it, turning around and ridiculing and mocking and making fun and telling these people to just get over it, yeah. that's what upsets me. Me too, me too, and that's why. And I, and I witnessed this with, I mean, my, my loving wife. Her first knee-jerk reaction was... Wait, is she nearby? Uh, she's just upstairs. I can have her... Yeah, I, have her come down. Let, let, I want her to give her two Yeah, I'll have her uh, so. But while you do that, I understood Mikey's point, though. Because I, I agree. I, there is now a disconnect more between me and Doctor Who. That's, you know, and I'm not saying... Uh, I'll accept it, and I'll watch it, and I'll enjoy it. But I will I not. That text message to you. Sorry. <laughs> but I will not deny the fact that there is something lost now, which it'll be hopefully regained in the future. But the more you muddy the waters of anything, pick anything, pick a comic book character, pick a, a band, anything. The more you mm. muddy the waters, and some say, "Oh, diversity is the spice of life." That's not necessarily true with characters. It, it can be, and it can also it can also hinder things. I think it'll be interesting. 
I I think see people just also need to remember that. Hey, Jess is here. <laughs> yep. Apparently, the dog tried to follow her. Um, I think something, and I think a comment Peter Davidson had made, and it kind of annoyed me, was the remark of boys have lost a icon, an icon to look up to. Sure. No, I don't think they did. That's kind of a, a, a rather brazen remark because they still have the first, the sixth, the, you know, they still have all the previous doctors to inspire them. Sure. It's just they won't have the 13th. They may have the 14th. They may have the 15th. My only hope is the new showrunner doesn't decide to be a nincompoop and keep the Doctor female. I'd love to see the next one be a person of color. I'd love to see it constantly be flip-flopping, bouncing from one to the other, and have it truly based on the talent of the individuals, not what's in their pants. But I will say also that the... the there are certain traits that need to happen, I think, always with with Doctor Who. You, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Right, sorry, microphone was up. Yes, hold on. That's all right, I'll wait. Listening to the music. He actually said, he, no, he said, could you go get Jess? I'd like to get her take on the new Doctor. Yes. And now he's going to have to edit, edit this down. So, okay. Oh, that's no, okay. I, I, I was singing over the, the, the chit chat. I, I, I see your waist. There you are. Hey. So he was going to answer for you, but I thought let's hear what your thought was when you saw the female doctor. Uh, my, my initial reaction was I was not super thrilled about it mm -hmm. because I. Uh, I just, I never really wanted a female in the role. Uh -huh. I don't really know why, I just never really did. But the more I thought about it, and the more I realized they have a really decent opportunity here to do something kind of amazing with this new Doctor, like, they can make fun of the fact that female clothes don't have real pockets. <laughs> and they can make, a, you know, boob jokes and bra jokes. I'm just like, okay, you know what? They kind of have an opportunity here. So I guess I'm on board. And the more, like, as the week went on, um, I'm 100% on board with it now. Yeah. So I think that she's going to be good. And I think it could be, I think it could be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think she'll be fine, too. I just, it's funny, I saw your, your tweet or your post when they announced it to your husband, to your, I saw you're like, ah, crap. And you're like, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I know. I know how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, son of a, oh, well. <laughs> yeah, well, we were. We, and that, but, you know, now that I've, I know a little bit more about her, and I think it could be a lot of fun. He's actually seen her seen a lot of Broadchurch. Yeah. And then she's been on Broadchurch, and I think we're going to watch Broadchurch, and of course she did an episode of uh, Black Mirror called The Entire History of You, which was actually a very good episode. I just yeah, watched my first episode. Thing I'm familiar with her, and I really enjoyed that. That was good. I just saw the very first one, like, last week of, of Black Mirror. The one with the yeah. pig, if you know the one I'm talking about. Wasn't the uh, Entire History of You the first episode? It was that, um... I think it was the second or third episode right. of that. Of Black Mirror. It's the one where 
people could record their entire yeah i didn't see that one yet. viewing history like so that memory uh, would be accurate i don't actually like remember which one was the first episode uh, the, the first one, one with the pigs with the girl who gets kidnapped and the prime minister has to you know what with oh, the pig. Right, 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 tell him so he doesn't yeah. waste his time Tell me, so he's looking it up. He's going to tell you exactly what. The National Anthem, yeah, the 15, National Anthem. and then it was the entire history of the show. <laughs> oh, that was the third? Okay. It was yeah. the third episode. Wow, those are really super short seasons. It's like Sherlock, three episodes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we were just saying about how, like, you know, I, I feel like you did, where it's very political. I don't care what actor, actress, whatever. I just, I feel like it's it's a political move more than it's it's a sincere, sincere choice. You know what I mean? I think it, it you know, I, I get it. I think that a lot of fans' fear is, okay, are they pandering to us? Are they just, are they just doing this because it's the thing to do? Mm-hmm. Or do they genuinely want like to move this i mean they've been hinting at a female doctor ever since um so it was that season with matt smith it was the episode um the doctor's wife they had hinted that um he was a female at one point yeah so i mean it goes all the way back to and then in hellbent of course the uh time lord general uh regenerated from a white male to a black female Um, well also i think even eccleston had made a remark of he never truly knows what's going to be next. He could have two heads or this or that. So I think that was... made a comment about he doesn't know what's coming next. Yeah, he could have two heads that or was, no head or... I think that was Russell T. Davies trying to at least drop the seed, so to speak, of... Truly I saw, what's uh, somebody had posted on my status, my friend, a friend of mine, that Tom Baker had made a remark back in 1980. He said, yeah. you know, whoever is my successor, I hope that he or she, you know, is successful. And I yeah. just went, wow, back in 1980, mm-hmm. you know? So, I mean, I'm cool with it now. It's more like I'm, I'm pissed at all the people that are still griping about it. And I'm like, y'all need to move on with your lives because yeah. seriously. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could, I could certainly, when I was, I mentioned to him, I don't know if the mic can pick yep. me up or not, but, um, I think it's genuine. I think it's understandable why people have concerns. I get that. I mean, that's why I'm not jumping down Mac's throat anymore. Although I know he and I got heated in a text message exchange, but uh, it's time will tell. I mean, that's and I I know I've mentioned this numerous times. That's the beauty of Doctor Who. Change is built in. If we don't like something, all we have to do is give it time. It's going to change. It may change for the better. It may change for the worse. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Nobody does. Now we just need to get my my companion idea in there. And the science geek. The science. I want a science nerd companion. Yeah. Yeah. I want a science nerd companion. Then they go back in time and they meet Tom Edison or Thomas Edison. The guy's just like a huge like Nikola Tesla fanatic, and he's just like you son of a. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, I still like my my tweak on that where that's the reason Edison was an a-hole because of a random encounter with some nut, some no-name that, you know. <laughs> I mean, they've done that with the doctor before. He was the, the reason for Pompeii. You know, he was this. He was, so, I mean, it, it, they're still going to have the same opportunities they've always had. They'll just have kind of like an interesting take on things from a different perspective. Yeah. I'm hoping that they're going to make her a freaking ginger because I'm tired of the joke 
Still not a ginger. That that is a, dire hair. Yeah, that is a joke that I hate to say needs to die. <laughs> I mean, I I love the Doctor Who fan. Yeah, I mean, I love David Tennant, and I, I, and it's just persisted, and it's like, come on, guys, just make her. Nevertheless, it persisted. Yeah, nevertheless, it persisted. So, but it'll be interesting. I mean, it's it's going to be. I you know, and I've made the remark to you. I'm curious. You know, are they going to change the Sonic? Are they going to tweak or modify the interior? I'd love to see them go old school with the interior. That'd be an interesting change. Hmm. Have it go back to its roots, where it was like all, yeah, where it was like that stark white, almost surgical, sterile environment. The pie plates on the, the pie plates on the wall, yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would love to see that back, and I think this would be a really good opportunity for that. Um, her wardrobe could be interesting, depending on which way they go. Hopefully, they're going to do the same thing they've done with the previous doctors. You know. A season change pretty much for each out for each season, mm-hmm. or an outfit change each season. I think David Tennant, his were very subtle. It was either you know the undershirt, the ties changed. I think if they put her in a days. skirt, I'm going to be pissed. If they keep her in a skirt her entire run, I think that would be very understandable why people would be upset. Yeah. I think if they have her in like a skirt in one episode, you know, realize that it's maybe constricting or whatever, and she can't maybe run as run like a maniac like the always has whatever you know it, it'll be interesting yeah um so. before before he gets chatting again just we put the, me- the headphones on so he can hear me because he's not he, he can you hear me yeah okay wait, oh. I, I can sort of i can sort of hear okay because oh, yeah, i, I want to make sure wait thank her thank her for being on Thank, thank you very much. Thank you. Hey, hold on. You can thank her. Yeah. Oh, God. Sorry about Ow. that. Thanks for your two cents there. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Okay. <laughs> there you go. All right. Go back to being a friend. Be busy. Yeah, you can go be busy. Watch Friends. No, I was actually doing stuff. <laughs> sure you were. I won. I love you, sweetie. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I... That, like I was saying, it, those things are all after the fact. My whole thing was, and I, again, I don't even think about the season or what they're gonna do. Yeah, I mean, and, and, uh, they're in a, and yeah, it's just, it's just, I have a problem with the whole. Like I said, it didn't feel sincere. It didn't feel like they were building up where it was one of those where, you know, what it has to be a woman because that's the only way somehow to avert this crisis. Blah blah blah. Yeah. You know, and, and they. She's right. In the past, they have teased, well, remember that time you were a woman? Obviously not. It was a tease, but... Yeah, it was something that was off camera, so how how would we know? Yeah. And it, it would have been one of the regenerations, which wouldn't work, and blah, blah, blah. Well, theoretically. It could have been during, you know... We don't know what goes on in Time Lord school, so, you know... Well, there you go. that's the problem I have with <laughs> Doctor Who. We're going to yeah. make it up as we go and then contradict ourselves along the way. And sometimes that just leads to fun conversations. But yeah, I mean, it, and like I said, I understand the the initial knee jerk reaction that a lot of people are having, and I think that's why I've been very like persistent, saying, "Guys, let's give her a chance." I'm going to choose to believe that. Yes, the the showrunner may have had ulterior motives. However, I think it would behoove them to, as you put it. 
don't push the agenda. Yeah. Pro- prove that you're not pandering. Show us the show us the same level of quality we were getting with Eggleston, Tennant, Smith, Capaldi. Show us that same consistent quality mm-hmm. and prove the pandering wrong. And then, you know, it also worries me, too, that now... Okay, back to what I was starting to say with Doctor Who. It wouldn't matter so much if... There are certain rules to being Doctor Who, I think, that are just universal. Mm-hmm. Granted, they change and certain aspects of their personality come out. That's fine. Whatever. Yeah, and that's normal. But, you know, there are certain... And unfortunately, you know, it's been male, so it, it gets attributed to a male as, uh, aspect that there are certain things he has to he has to react a certain way he has to say certain things he has to have a certain flair about him uh which i think is why 12's first year is so frowned upon because they did the whole six doctor he's an a-hole thing and it took yeah. two years to fix it and by the time this last year was so much fun because it wiped out his first year and now i felt speaking for myself fully on board of yeah you know this this is great this is fun yeah, he's, he's a light-hearted yeah, doctor that. i'm excited to see him and then he's done yeah yeah i think that's you know you and i've talked about that quite some bit because i i was the shell shocked with him in the first his first season but i took to him quicker than you did mm-hmm. which i know is like how you're like how, how, you know right. I, but i i think it'll be interesting to see those hallmarks of the character coming from from a female could be good this is what i want i want if if you're gonna have a female i don't want you focusing on the fact that she's a female if you Mm -hmm. want this to be you know an easy transition don't make a big deal out of it yeah let's enjoy the doctor as a doctor occasion you know have the occasional remark but focus on the focus on the plot focus on the story and what i worry about Um, too is now it's going to open up for so much uh what what's the word i'm looking for where the next doctor is going to be uh i don't know an asian indian with a horn in his head or where now he's not even british anymore what the heck you doing well i think i think that's as long as that's that's why i made the remark earlier i think as long as they keep to the the standard that they have to be a british citizen i think it'll be interesting I think it'll be fine as long as they keep with that. Which also means um, keeping with certain character aspects, which is British. That's my very point. Very British, yeah. Right? Absolutely. Um, I think it'll be interesting because I think my biggest concern, I made made this remark on someone's status, is I don't care that she's a woman. I don't want to see the doctor start becoming a damsel in distress. I don't. I if doubt they, that. If, if they were to be foolish enough to do something like that then i think people would have the out they would have the right to be upset mm-hmm. with what they did to the doctor i don't think they're i'm hoping not one of them or at least closest <laughs> closest imitation i don't think they're going to be stupid enough to do that. i think it'll be interesting to see what kind of situations they're going to do with the the companion now like are we going to get bill back for part of the transition are they going to give us a new companion from the get-go? Or, or here's an idea: Are they going to do kind of a round robin where, for the first couple episodes, it's the companion of the episode, mm-hmm. somebody that she stu- 
Yeah, I, again, that's all afterthought for me that I'm not yeah, worried I mean, about. I, I just, I understood Mikey's, there's a loss there. That's the thing. Yeah. There is a loss because, hey, she's going to be inspirational, I'm sure. But, yeah. there, but there is an, an element of it, just like I can't expect all the little girls in the world to look up to Batman and go, yay, completely, where they might with Batgirl. Absolutely, and that's actually something you could explain to Mikey and just say, well, you know, Mikey, yeah, I, 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 I understand where you're coming from. I did. But dude, now, trust me, that night, I was like, come here, bud, let's oh, talk yeah. about it. And I, dude, I do not envy you as a parent, but you can look at Mikey and say, but, you know, Mikey, keep this in mind. Now, Everly has something to help maybe inspire her, and maybe in time, the two of you can grow closer for your love of your specific doctors that you enjoy, you know? I pretty much said what you said. I said, well, we'll wait, we'll see, we'll probably love it. And either way, it's not forever. You Absolutely. Know, it, it, now, you want kind I'm of going, like that I'm sassy guy. This because, you know, Mikey's a young kid, and I would find it rather amusing that his shell shock went off, and he ends up having the biggest crush on Jodie Whittaker as the doctor. That would be I cool. think that would be interesting. That would be cool. Uh, well, if she's lighthearted and fun like the doctor should be, I could see yeah. a lot of little boys doing what a lot of little and not so little girls do for David Tennant and Matt Smith and everybody else. Yeah. You know, the, the, they go, oh, isn't he dreamy the way he, you know, looks? Well, yeah. okay. And, and I think as long as they, I think they need to take somewhat of a page out of uh, Russell T. Davis's book. And hopefully the showrunner does it. I think they said um, they were, actually. They wanted with, to make this doctor more fun like the Tennant. Yeah, I mean, there were elements of Matt Smith and Peter Capaldi that were fun. With uh, Russell T. Davis, they had fun. They had, they did have the serious, you know, things to contend with. But there was that very light, very light sprinkling of, you know, the proverbial dark undertow. Sure, which makes that know. play better, actually. Absolutely. If you if you go too far with the dark, a la the the twelfth Doctor's first year, you lose it. You need it, it, the main line has to be fun, 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 exciting. Isn't this exciting? Look at the adventure we're on with occasional yep. dips of darkness. Absolutely. Like there's a beautiful shot of uh, from I think the Runaway Bride when he was washing the arachnoid arachnid queen whatever when the fire alarms are going off where you see the darkness in his eyes but then when the next episode is you know or later on in the episode it's he's bounced back you mm -hmm, know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so i think i think that's something that uh moffat and his writing team hadn't quite had refined right they were starting to this last this last season or two but you know, I thought the writing crews change from season to season, or if there's a high turnaround. I well, don't know what that is for a British show compared to over here. You know, I um, I back to what I, I started. We we're going on our tangents, which is okay. Yeah. I, I have to bring myself back to what I was starting to say. One of them was just this week, just to get a different perspective and to see how it compares to my own. Instead of going on the internet, which I'm not going to do, uh. 
because I don't care what most of those wackos say, I stick to closer to home. I have friends around here who are into Doctor Who and people that maybe didn't, I didn't know were as much into Doctor Who. Mikey uh, played over at his friend's house yesterday and they watch Doctor Who from the original Back, you know, they're, they're getting the tapes from the uh, library right, right, right. to the library to bring them home and watch them. Right. So they're they're enough into it that they can have a good opinion. And I asked another female friend who's uh, very proud of her gender. And, you know, so I wanted to see what their reaction would be, understanding that maybe I'm alone with this disappointment of, oh, there's a loss. Mm-hmm. Coincidentally, so far, I'm going to keep asking people because it's going to be a, a thing until it premieres. Everybody seems to feel the same way that it's politically driven. And I went, oh. Yeah, and, and that's unfortunate. I mean, and, and as I said to you earlier, I said, no matter how good she is as the doctor, until her first season's done, this is going to be an issue. Be nothing, yeah, it's going to be nothing. It's going to be viewed as nothing but a political pandering well, what they which said, is unfortunate yeah well what they said was you know even even the ones who i thought would be like oh women's pride yeah girls yeah do it she's like no no i don't like the fact that if they somebody said one of them said if they were gonna make the doctor a female they should have done it 20 30 years ago so it would have been an easier you know we would have already known it as and it would have taken away this agenda side of it it would have been like well we always know that it was possible you know and i thought oh okay and then the yeah. other one who i and thought I, for sure was gonna definitely be like i don't care it's a woman i'm thrilled she's like no i always like the doctor to be a man because and the way they said it was the qualities of doctor who that make him quirky and fun and you know unique in a crowd almost to the point of annoyance if they write him that way mm-hmm. is the fact that it counters the fact that he's a guy who the male bravado is supposed to be on big and strong and tough and everything. Absolutely. And that's one of the endearing qualities of Doctor Who. And now you're taking all those, for lack of a better word, uh, feminine aspects of a personality and you're just put into a female. They said, I fear we're going to lose that. And I thought, oh, yeah. that's deeper and than it, I thought. That's a, really, that's a really deep way of viewing it. I mean, that's true. I think one of our friends had said it would be interesting to see the doctor still have those little quirks and stuff. But they said a glimpse at the doctor's ruthlessness. Ruthless. Say again? Uh, a glimpse of the doctor's ruthlessness again from time to time because the doctor the doctor can also be very ruthless right right think of all uh, the end of uh family blood remind me uh the doctor puts with one family member in the mirror oh yes the other one into a scarecrow i forget what he did to the other two but i mean that's that's some pretty darn dark stuff yeah so it's like ooh, okay that would be interesting because that's usually the ruthlessness is always associated with male mm-hmm. and we very rarely got to see that as the from the doctor yeah 
what if we saw it from a female version of the doctor Ooh, okay that could be interesting that could be very to show you know even though the doctor is female not completely you know full tilt full helter skelter that direction either so I, it'll be interesting to see. I hope, though, they don't do a romantic thing. I don't want her, like, a la damsel in distress. I don't want to yeah. see the doctor fall in love. I, let the, let her be a no, strong, independent I, I'd woman. Love to, I'd love to, and I, I mentioned this to Jess, I said I'd love to see them have kind of a another Martha-like companion where you know, have this companion, male or female, I don't care, where they're completely infatuated with the doctor and the doctor's not having any of it. Mm-hmm. Sure, I'd like that if 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 even that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Let's let's let her shine. Yeah, I, I want to see I want to see her shine as the Doctor. I'd love to see them where, like I said, we had the the gay female. Why not a gay male companion? Kind of wall everybody into a false sense of security. That, oh, okay, we're gonna have a male companion. Now the fans will be like, oh, they're gonna no, they're not going to because we gave the we gave a female. I'll, I'll tell you, I'm at the point of being burnt out with this PC. Well, now we have to have a lesbian. Now we have to have a gay guy. Now we have to have, just let it be. Like, just well, don't write for certain towards. Shows, certain shows touch on it better than others. And I think this like, is Doctor a... Who did a fairly good job with it this past season. It didn't, I mean, to me at least, never felt like it was shoved down our throats. It was close, though. I think it, there were a couple moments where it may have been close. I, I would agree know, with that. But and that's my point. Great, you did it. Wonderful, you pressed all the social buttons. Pump the brakes. Let's just let's yeah. let the show and, enjoy being Doctor Who without the political commentary. Yeah, just give us some seasons. Well, you know. Well, and this is something I, I think people have tend to forgotten. Sci-fi in general has always always been a social commentary mirror as to the issues going on in the world sure beautiful example star trek sure i mean if you look at at any episode from back back then you can tell generally which year of the three years it those episodes aired mm-hmm I mean, one of my, I'm still to this day one of my favorite, I can't remember the damn name of the episode, but the episode that I love is an episode with Frank Gorshner. There was the guys sure, with sure. the half-white black, face, yeah, half yeah, black, yeah. and sure. what's that? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, and I, and I love that episode just because it, it was a beautiful, beautiful mirror on the whole racial tensions that were going on. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, uh, the episodes were the episode that they dealt with humans lulling themselves into a, a reality, you know, showing that we were adaptive. It was the episode where the monks more or less brainwashed everybody. Mm-hmm. I think that was a beautiful uh, take on how, I hate to say, susceptible we are to that type of conditioning. Because there are some countries in this world that do that. And do it very blatantly and very harshly. I I always go back to, and this has helped me deal with this sort of thought, because at one side you think, well, so what's so wrong about that? I think about Harry Chapin saying, 
when he would write a song. Back in the 60s, he would write a song where it was from his perspective and, oh, why can't the world be as wonderful as I am? And people hated it. But when he was more subtle with his writing, it's, he says it's much easier to have people view your side of things if you're not hitting them over the head with a hammer. If you can tell a good story that might have subtle overall, you know, that that seems to do the trick. And I feel that way with certain shows. I I can see right where they turned a corner too hard or pushed too much on a on your con- like we were saying with Doctor Who. Uh, just to give you an example, there's an episode of MacGyver uh, called The Gun. Yeah. Okay, great episode, fine, all the way through it. The last line in that, I can tell the writers just went one step too far, and it irks me, because now it felt preachy, and it was the last line. The girl says, you know, one down, and they turn the camera to MacGyver, and he says, yeah, and only five billion to go. And I thought, oh, too hard on the head. You, you, yeah. you took us out of it. You had your point. You didn't have to have him say that. You know. Yeah, they could have wrapped it up simply with a simple, yep, head nod or smile, something. They didn't need to. It's a start or something would have been fine. Yeah. But, like, you could tell it didn't feel natural coming out of his mouth. And you could tell it was the writers going, one last little. This is what we want yeah. people to remember. And honestly, I think some, and this is actually. Something we we contended with uh, with dark operations. Sometimes it takes somebody looking at the script to polish it just that little bit more, so that you don't have that heavy handedness, as you said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, again, this is a new day. It's a new writer. It's a whole new group of people coming on to do Doctor Who. Yeah. So my hope is that it's going to be fresh. Not that I had a problem with it previously, but the little things that irritate the living crap out of me, a la the commentary, I hope stop. Let's ease up. Let's go back to the f- fun. Let's not keep preaching. Let's let's yeah. enjoy fun. Yeah, I think as long as they're subtle with the commentary, make it more subtle. Don't make it so blatant. You know? Yes, exactly. Exactly. Because that way it's, it's palatable. Yeah, it's still... It's still very enjoyable yeah right but yeah i mean it, time will tell and we we've got we'll get a brief glimpse probably of her at the end of the christmas uh-huh. episode because i doubt they're going to do like halfway up halfway through the episode going you know exactly but um it'll be, it'll be interesting what else oh you know this is just a little side note i think when you're loading up an episode Remember how we were saying we can't add a, a picture for the individual episodes? Mm-hmm. I can send you a picture, and I think if as long as it comes from the person loading up the episode, it will take it. I've been pulling them right from archive. Okay, good. And saving them and trying to send them? It's Because if it's, you save it on your own computer, because I'll tell you, I did it on, our, on the Never Gets Old podcast when I was posting it, and it mm-hmm. took it. It was a Wonder Woman cover. Because we were reviewing Wonder Woman, it took. Right. I don't know. It took. It, it took, took through iTunes. Yeah. Well, not necessarily through i. Well, huh. it was the iTunes link, but when I posted it on Facebook, it let me choose 
a Wonder Woman. Well, yeah, that's that's through I or that's through Facebook, not through iTunes. It, or... They do it completely. They do it completely different than how I or uh, Facebook's. Facebook gives you the option to throw in photos because that's what I do with the business. I'll throw in a photo of whatever the merchandise is mm-hmm. when I have a link. With with video though, this is this was new to me. Yeah, it's it. I see what you, I see how you're confused. Yeah, completely different animal. <laughs> All right. well, it was just food for thought. I thought because I've been I've been still you're still trying my brain trying to fit, trying to finagle it. So. <laughs> okay, um, let's move on. Because uh, I don't even want to get into the disgusting, horrible comments that people have made because of the gender thing. Uh, oh, yeah. and, and, but I will say one of two things. One of two things? No, one thing. Just one. Uh, as much as there are people that are, ugh, it's a woman, ugh, and, and going to that, I'm also seeing the disgusting, obnoxious remarks from people who are pro-woman Doctor Who. And that And that's what led me to my remark about the weird territorial gender war remark last weekend because I was seeing that almost immediately from not my not necessarily my friends but people that were remarking on their statuses right that I have no you know I don't know them from Tom Dick Harriet whatever you know yeah see what I did there That's good. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah I mean I'm, I'm excited for my friends that are, are super excited about it like um one of my friends, uh, Tabby, she she's enjoyed Doctor Who. You know, she's like you. She didn't, she wasn't maybe necessarily too crazy about Capaldi's first season, but she's like, you know what? This is fantastic because you know my daughter is going to be growing up in a world where she'll have Luke Skywalker to you know, inspire her. She'll have Ray to inspire her. She'll have you know superhero movies where you know she's seeing male and female superheroes you know we're we're getting a, a female doctor who so she's going to have the, the litany of any doctor who character to inspire her she's not going to have to to settle for one over the other mm-hmm. and i'm like you know what that's a damn good attitude to have about it you know it's it's the future people looking back at this will not have to work not have to live in the world that all this change hadn't happened in yet you know and i think that's really kind of like pretty damn impressive sure. that she had the foresight to say and naturally you know you got the a-holes that are like oh, you the show. Yeah, ruin Star Wars. or what i see is it. the people who are going yeah girl power it's a woman it should always be a woman 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 Back off. I'm yeah, I'm as much I'm yeah, I'm I'm as much for, for women's lib as anybody else, but it the moment you start unbalancing the scales, if you're trying to balance the scales, fantastic. But if you're just celebrating because it's a woman, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's yeah, it's you're, let's you're, keep you're it celebrating for the wrong reason. We want equality. That's what you want. You you want equality, not domination. And, yeah. and a lot of what I saw pro-female Doctor Who from people who aren't even involved in there, like, I don't care. It's a woman, so I'm happy. I'm like, and you lost me. That's yeah. not why you should like, be happy. We were at a family reunion yesterday, and I, I don't remember offhand who who asked me. But, uh, I mean, you already heard Jess's take on it. Mm-hmm. But when they asked me, I'm like, you know what? I'm okay with it. 
I think it'll be interesting to see what she brings. She's already worked with the showrunner, so that's, you know, a, a bonus to me because yeah. I like it when I see people work together. And clearly she did a good job because I imagine she was in Broadchurch for more than an episode. You know, she's, she's like, she's the mother of the victim, so you see. Oh, her. shit. Okay, so she's in the entire run. Right okay. from the beginning. Right from the beginning. So okay, and see that's even better. Yeah. So I mean, and as and that just helps solidify my remarks I made earlier. You know, the writing team, at least somebody from the writing team's worked with her, so mm-hmm. they know what to give her to make her shine. So I'm, yeah. But anyway, all right. So what other topics do we want to well, ramble on? Well, today me? is I'm guessing the last day of San Diego Comic Con. Yeah, I think San Diego Comic-Con is a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, okay. I believe. Well, there, so yes, today would be the one. There are trailers and news aplenty. Oh, uh, dear God, yes. Go to our Facebook page, the Never Gets Old Facebook page. I am updating this thing every five minutes. Whenever Seems there's, like it, yeah. There's new I've been letting you handle it because I got tired of us double-posting double Right, stuff. right. I, I, I actually so. think best thing in that case, just check with me. Because you may yeah. get something that I don't, but typically if it's news, I'm I'm sending it. So yeah, you're, you're like white on rice, so to speak. You're boom. right there. Um, and I get heads up, like I'm getting the boop boop. You're gonna want to know about this. I'm like, okay. Uh, they released the next line of movies of DC after Justice League. You ready? Okay. These are these are confirmed. What will be the next bunch of movies? Shazam. Okay, I think we knew we kind of knew that was coming. Just no, this is the actual know. order, though. This is this yeah. Is okay. Be. Suicide Squad two. The okay. Batman. Which the rumor was they're looking to get rid of. Uh, uh, ben Affleck as Batman. Well, now the counter is him responding today, saying, "I don't want to leave. No, this isn't. This is the best quote unquote effing gig." I've ever had. So yeah, as far as I'm concerned, he shot down the rumors that he was leaving. So, right. Um, just, mean, he looks, he genuinely, I think he, he's never looked happier. Like he always, like since he's been cast as Batman, mm-hmm. I don't think I've seen that man smile still like genuinely. You know what I mean? Yeah. The only pro, uh, critique I ever had about what they're doing with Batman is I don't like the gray in the hair. I don't like them making him older because now you're limiting his run you know what i mean you've already and the you know you're gonna have to change a batman eventually kind of thing and it's gonna be sooner than later potentially yeah i mean they've touched on that in the comics numerous times well they released the new trailer for justice league and holy crap yeah come on i'm Dude, so okay. excited apparently it's like things that like little snippets and tidbits that i've you know, witnessed and heard and whatnot. Apparently, there's not five heroes in the movie. There's not six. Seven. The big seven. And Jess is like, well, wait a minute. Okay. Because she, like, rattled through the list. She's like, okay, so are they bringing Superman back from the dead? Yes. I said, well, duh. She goes, oh, my God, I wonder if that's who Alfred's talking to in the trailer. Maybe. Right. I said, you, you see the very edge of something in the corner, like it's someone's shoulder, like you're looking, like they're doing the extreme close-up of someone's oh, shoulder. Oh, really? Yeah. 
And to me, it looks like it might be the little bit of an edge of a red cape, maybe. So I told Jess, I said, what if the remark Wayne is making about what Superman stood for, what he was, what if he's saying that to Superman during a moment when, you know, he's been revived and he's got that bit of amnesia? Because if I remember correctly, they did have him have amnesia in the comics back in the 90s when they did the whole death of Superman thing. There's a whole, bunch of, I, there's a whole bunch of was, rumors that... Yeah, I mean, you know. you're, you're asking me to recall something that I vaguely, <laughs> you know, 20, 20 years ago. <laughs> Sorry. Um, just got a really old feel there. <laughs> um, and then there was a remark from... Is the villain Steppenwolf? Yep. Okay, I thought so, because I was trying to figure it out, and I said, I think that might be Steppenwolf, and Jess is like, isn't that the band? <laughs> <laughs> but um, the remark, you know, there is no lanterns protecting your... Right, isn't that great? Or Kryptonians, and it's like, oh my god. <laughs> I'm telling you, they, they are, it seems like they're really embracing the fun of it. Like, don't try and do the you know, the mistake that they used to make in the 90s and even 80s was, well, we're, we're not going to pay attention to the comic books. We're going to do our own take. Well, shut up. You're, yeah. you don't, Marvel has taught you stay true to the source material. Yeah, stay true to the source material. Get, you know, if you're going to deviate, deviate to correct or deviate in a way that update. makes sense. Yeah, to update, like, say, an outfit or something. You know, a lot, yeah. of, a lot of the outfits that were created in the 30s or 40s wouldn't necessarily fly today or, or make sense. But if you can make it make sense, a la Batman's outfit in The Dark Knight, it's mm-hmm. practical. You go, I mean, I remember watching Batman Begins and going, thank you for explaining it to, to the to the novice out there. You go, why would you dress like yeah. that? You know, to protect them. Absolutely. So, let's see. Absolutely. So, oh, yeah. Go, go ahead. Continue. Sorry, you said uh, it's okay. Shazam. Suicide uh, Squad 2. Yeah, Suicide Squad 2, the Batman. The Batman. Then, Justice League Dark, which has been rumored for a long, long time, which is... So so we are getting the Justice League with, like, the magic huge and such. There you have it. Constantine, Deadman, Zatanna, maybe uh, Swamp Thing? I'm hoping they think they, they Matt Ryan as, as Constantine. I agree. Thinking. I am with you. They should. Because I think he... I mean, he just... He's, he's the definitive, and he he is all about it too because he was in the animated uh, Justice League Dark movie. Yeah, and he'd be in part of he'd be in an ensemble cast. He wouldn't necessarily need a standalone movie. I, I'm I'm all for this. We'll get right, re- get continue. ready get ready for this one. They announced yesterday the Flash movie. Yeah. Flashpoint. There it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> that makes a remark about. Uh, <laughs> That Jess made earlier make a whole lot of sense. What? Uh, she she made a remark, um, something to the effect of Jeffrey Dean Morgan coming back in to uh, the DC film. Somebody DC posted film. that like this is what he, we think he would look like as the Batman of the Flashpoint universe. And yeah, that's, I mean, if, that's why it would make sense because oh, he I would was. love it. I would if they can do that because look at you can also somehow throw in the tv universe because they've always said oh we got something planned this is why we don't want the same actors from the tv shows to be in the movies 
because there there's something coming which i think is like that whole crossover thing mm-hmm. which could be so freaking fantastic if they do it yeah uh but yeah flashpoint if they if they do it like it's supposed to be done that could be cool and we get to see um uh i can't remember the actress's name the woman that plays maggie in walking dead Yep. See her go crazy Joker. Joker. Oh, holy crap, that'd be awesome. I'll have to make that remark to Jess. That will get her going because <laughs> she loves the fact that, you know, Negan and uh, Maggie were Bruce Wayne's parents. Isn't that great? Because they said when he walked onto the set of The Walking Dead, he's like, hey, Martha. She's like, hey, Thomas. Like, isn't that great? That'd be, that'd be freaking cool. Um, so, moving wow. on, Wonder Woman 2. Okay, and I've heard rumors that um, they're trying to get Linda Carter for a cameo this sure. time around. Oh, I'm sure it's going to be really difficult. <laughs> yeah. well, I think she said, I think she's actually set out on uh, Facebook, she's open to the idea. Of course! Yeah, I think I think she was smart, you know, wanting to hold back, let, let Gal get, get her, yeah. you know, movie out. You know. I think that was smart. Um, and then, Green Lantern Corps. Which is John Stewart and Hal Jordan doing like a buddy space cop type. It could be interesting. It could be fun, and I think it's smart because people, you gotta remember, there's a whole generation who think Green Lantern is John Stewart. Never knew yeah, about I Hal Jordan. There were some people for him. Like, yeah. isn't that amazing? I, I that yeah, cracks I, me up. I, I it, it cracks me up because there are people that you know, like I got into a heated argument with with somebody on a friend's status about it back when the Green Lantern movie did air, like when they did release it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, Hollywood whitewashing another character. And blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, <laughs> back. What was the character's name? Well, Hal Jordan. They, they even changed the brother's name. No, they didn't. Wow. And I like, I, I wow. went, I actually dug out comic books, sure, like sure, sure. physical comic books, took photos, and it was just like bombarding this guy's. And meanwhile, my buddy is like trying to put the fire out. Like, no, dude, seriously. They're not. Yeah. This is this, this is normal. Trust me. You know. So like we're and finally the guy realized. Okay. Like we, like between the two of us, we were able to cobble together like the ultimate timeline of the Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. Mostly thanks to him because he even remembered um, the original original Green Lantern where it was uh, a ring carved out of like a wood. the mystical stone. You know. It was wood. Yeah. Alan Scott. Yeah, Alan Scott. Thank you. Yep. So it's just like okay. Yeah, just but it was just comical because it's like the guy just didn't quite realize that there was the whole history to it because it was the, it was his first Green Lantern. Right, right. You yeah, got- it's like okay, and he was like, as soon as it got explained, he's like, oh damn, this could be good. Okay, now I'm on board. You know the the re the revamping of a few of those um, heroes was DC's response to Marvel comics coming out. It was early sixties and Julian, Julia Swartz said, okay, look, 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 we have to make our heroes of the time. So let's see, what are some that are still around? There's green lantern, flash, Hawkman revamp them. And that's when we got Barry Allen and Hal Jordan and new origins which they've yeah. since retconned and combined the two so that they all make sense together. Yeah. But that which was smart. that was where they came from. And it's really fascinating stuff. Whenever there's a biography 
thing on about comics, I'm recording it. And I said yeah. to a, uh, the History Channel, they did one a couple weeks ago. It was called like um, Superheroes Unbound. I, I tweeted to them and I said, hey, History Channel, would somebody please come up with the do a half hour to an hour show weekly focusing on a comic book character? Yeah, and, and I, mean, I would just really mean do some really interesting stuff there because there are comic book characters that have since disappeared. Right, right, right. They could, they could touch on any comic book character from uh, the public domain area. Anybody, anybody. DC, Marvel, because it, it's free advertising for all of them. Absolutely. Dark just Horse. Work out, of, work out of whatever deals you have to to, you know, grease the palms or whatever. Dark Horse, Archie. All of them. I don't know why nobody has pounced on the idea of doing a weekly show on the History Channel or wherever, but it would make sense since they just did the biography. Yeah, and, well, that and, I mean, comic books are the mythology of our Time. era. Yes. You know. Uh, they are the so American So it would make sense for it to be either on, like, a pop culture channel like G4, which I don't even think exists anymore. Right. It's something. It's Esquire. Really, they changed it. That sounds like a total complete. That's more of a drastic rebranding than what they did with sci fi. Yep. Uh, oh, it is. Um, to uh, history, history Channel would be perfect for that. Right? I mean, it's a because, it's an instant money maker. Because they could do a follow up episode or a follow up series afterwards touching on the mythology that inspired the comic book character. Any of that type of thing would be, would be yeah, wonderful. Yeah. So, and that, wow, okay, so DC's, DC's coming out with some really, really, really promising gems left. All right. And boom. the last one on the list is Batgirl. Okay, good. The rumors are true on that then. I, I want to see a Batgirl I want to see a Batgirl movie. Right. And Nightwing is going to be, they, somebody pointed out, you know, in the next year, we're going to have, at least, I think they said the next year, we're going to have Nightwing in the movies because i guess he's getting his own his own movie thank god and he's going to be on the new tnt series the teen titans or the titans i think they're just calling it okay where it's him beast boy raven starfire i mean that could be really good wow right oh sorry no no i just i just remembered something did you see what tara strong did it San Diego Comic Con this this year. I saw she wore colored contacts, but that was just about it. She showed up to one of the panels dressed as Batgirl. Oh, that's cute. I saw her walk on stage, but I didn't really pay attention to what the point was. And then she did her take on uh, Suicide Squad Harley Quinn the next day. Uh, That's the one I saw. Okay. I love the fact... I, I, I adore actors male, female, I don't care, that do stuff like that. Yep. Yep. Well, I mean, it, it shows that they it's not just a paycheck. They love, love, love it. Yeah, they genuinely get it. They enjoy their fans. So. Um, let me see. Here's a quote that just popped up from Ben Affleck regarding Batman. I'm the lucky. I'm the luckiest guy in the world, Affleck told the crowd when he took the stage with his fellow Justice League castmates. Batman is the coolest effing part of any universe. Marvel, DC. He also specifically said he's excited to work with Reeves and that he's 100% on board with him and his vision of Batman. Because the the new director, they're scrapping 
Ben Affleck's script. Okay. Uh, he's he's the guy who wrote the Planet of the Apes movies, so he's said I have an idea for at least a trilogy. Is what. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Um, I would be back to the article, which is from Sci-Fi Wire. I would be an effing ape on the ground for Matt Reeves. I don't know what that means, but okay. Affleck said, nodding to Reeves' work on the last two. Oh, okay, on the last two Planet of the Apes movies. The actor listed off DC and WB execs who told him they want him to be their Batman and said, and and said, I believe them. Uh, so there you go. That's basically it. Yeah. Good. Um, yeah, I'm still kind of hung up on the whole ape on the ground thing. Does that mean he's willing to just do whatever it takes to be in the role? Well, no, okay. no. He's saying but, that if he had been asked, asked to be in Planet of the oh, Apes. Oh, I gotcha. Yeah. I gotcha. Um... So yeah, that's got a, that third one's coming out or is out. Yeah, it is out, or at least yeah. it's going to be out Friday or whatever. Something like that. It's either out or soon. So, all right, very cool. Yeah, I, that's promising as hell. So, uh, let's see. Moving on, moving on. Uh, I mean, I could just go on. They also showed a new Thor Ragnarok trailer. I was just saying, they dropped the Thor Ragnarok trailer. And that the Hulk is talking. Night. I can't wait for them to explain why the Hulk is now talking. Well, I, if I remember correctly, at some point the Hulk. Did. Puny God is all he said. Yeah, well, in the first, in the first, first Avengers film, I think in the comics for a brief time he was able to communicate not very well. Clearly, I mean, they, he's not, you know, quote, he's not quoting Shakespeare or anything. So it'll be, it'll be interesting. I like the little bit of banter we saw between him and uh, Mark Ruffalo yep. for his banner. Yeah. Thought that was pretty interesting. This is going to be a fun um, movie because I didn't expect to care about the next Thor movie, but boy, I do now. Yeah, I was talking to Jess. I said between all the Marvel films, the Thor movies have always—I hate to say it—been kind of the weaker ones out of all of them. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because it's that that total disconnect with it's a human being, or he's a human being with his own shortcomings trying to do the best he can letting his ego get in the way you got captain america similar situation similar reasons you, you've got the other characters that are all human that are dealing with their their own baggage right but when it's you know a, you know a mythical figure like thor it's i think harder for people necessarily to make that connection with uh, yeah, but I mean, it also comes down to the script. I mean, if you if you make him um, like they did in the first one, where I didn't care about Thor until I saw that first movie, I went, okay, now I have an ideal to, to strive towards, yeah. and I love it. Yeah, and I like how, you know, he had him very arrogant, and then he was punished for his arrogance. Yes. You know, I like that. Yes. Um, yeah, with Thor Ragnarok, it'll be fun. I was kind of bummed we didn't get to see more Jeff Goldblum in the trailer, but we got to see more of um, Hela. Which that was pretty cool. Yes, uh, isn't so. it Helena? That's a nitpick. It might be just, Helena. Okay. It might be. I could be wrong. Um. But, well, you know, it's yeah, funny I, when you read it in the comic book. You never know. I never knew how to say Themyscira or Adamantium until I heard it on the screen. I went, "Thank you." Yeah, it's like okay, now I know how to pronounce <laughs> that. Yeah. So. Um. But yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see see the film. So it's or yeah, see that film. How about um, I? Go ahead. I know they dropped at the at the convention. They dropped, but they haven't officially released it yet. 
which I'm I'm willing to bet if it doesn't drop within the week. Oh, it will. We probably we probably won't see it until uh, Thor Ragnarok. But the uh, Infinity yes, Infinity War. I've heard I've heard a lot of raving about it from like people who've seen it. Said that they're keeping an eye out because as soon as it officially drops, they're going to share the hell out of it, you know. And like everything um, else, we'll be sharing it on our Facebook page. So subscribe, absolutely. like it, or whatever it is you got to do for that, so you get like a heads up on it. Yep. And what like I, and like and subscribe, I think is the or like and follow, I think. Is yeah, the, there you go. So. Well, the other one which I posted as happy as a clam. Did you see the new Defenders trailer? Who do you think you're talking to? That's the first trailer I saw. Right? I'm telling <laughs> you. Is that amazing? And I watched it, and I watched it like a half a dozen times. Me too. I'm probably going to end up doing Matt Murdock's assault, hallway assault outfit for a convention. Okay. I like that. That's cool. With, with, with the scarf and everything. I'm still working on trying to get the darn uh, body armor for uh, the actual Daredevil costume. I've got the helmet. Right. Well, there's oh, a there's oh. a on the uh, superherostuff.com. They have a nine dollar t-shirt sale, so I yeah. picked up another Daredevil t-shirt where it looks like the wrinkles in it, like his nice. whole muscular body, but the way the clothes are laying. I'm like yeah. for nine dollars, I'm going to. And then they had a nine dollar Ant Man shirt, so I'm like I'm getting that too for nine dollars. Right. It's a it's a uh, what do you call it? Spur of the moment pick, but I'm like. Impulse buy. Uh, impulse buy. But for $9, I'm going to do that's it. That's not bad for a t-shirt. No, hell no. That's a good deal. Especially the quality um, of theirs is always very thick. It's very good. Yeah, You're not getting a flimsy t-shirt. Good quality, yeah. Um, But yeah, yeah, that trailer for the Defenders. I'm like, oh, I can't, I can't wait. wait. I can't wait. This is what yeah. you want. Oh. I, I, well, there's a, another trailer that I think dropped. Like, With uh, Stan Lee? Stanley's in the car. And yes. Yeah, I love that. That was beautifully done. But that I, was just using old footage. There was nothing new on that, that one. Yeah, but that was that was a great tease. Yes, yes, yeah. it was. Um, and I'm reading and I'm, anything with Stanley is always good. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Um, my heart goes. My heart goes out to him though because he it lost was his wife. recent passing. Um, I uh, started reading the Defenders comic book by Bendis. Okay. Uh, I'm on board with anything Bendis does. So I know I'm going to love this. I just, I'm waiting for them to put Daredevil in the full red uniform again. It's, I don't like the, the way their Marvel has decided, let's change an outfit that didn't need to be changed. And they, so he's, he's got black with red highlights. I hate that. What are you in doing? In the comics, in yeah. The comics. I, I'm not sure I feel about that. That's Right? Whereas even yeah. on the show, it's red with black highlights. Like, I can deal yeah, with like, that. I, would, I think that. That's, I mean, and it's, it's changed, it's the changes that, as you said, make sense. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Now, if they could just it's, give him the double D on the chest, I'll be in seventh heaven. Yeah. It's the I only mean, thing that bothers me. Well, I don't even think they've actually ever referred to him on the show as Daredevil. Oh, no, they, they do. As, have they actually referred yeah. him as the Daredevil? The end of the first season. It was with that news article where they actually call him Daredevil in the news that he's like, no, I guess. I thought they were still just referring to him as uh, the devil of Hell's Kitchen. Okay. Right. Um, oh, darn. I got to go back and rewatch it. <laughs> so uh, let's see. Oh, all right. Now let's talk about, because I've been waiting to talk to somebody about this, Spider-Man Homecoming. I loved it. Yes. I thought it was very well done. Yes. Um, 
I didn't care for the fact that they used footage in the trailer just to grab people into the film. But, okay, you're talking about the one where they're side by side? Well, not that one, actually. It was the beautiful shot, and it was was kind of terrible. It was almost a little terrifying visual imagery of the vulture coming down from the ceiling right towards the camera. Yep, yep, yep. And he's in that giant open arboretum. Yep. Part of the reason why it bugs me is I've stood where that cameraman had to have been standing because that was filmed in the uh, Marriott in Atlanta. That's cool. Because it's the only building with that structure inside. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm bummed for that because I was really hoping to see the context of that scene. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's on the the Blu-ray when it comes out. But I loved it. I thought it was very well done. Very just like... It was showing Peter Parker being a kid. Yes. Um, yep, an insecure I kid. I loved him trying to be all, you know, <laughs> woo, woo, woo. and uh, John Glover be like, Is know, it? hey, you know, uh, the black guy that he got the information No, 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 I know. Is it John? No. No, I'm sorry, not John Glover. Um, Danny? Crap. No, Danny Glover, I think. Danny is lethal weapon. Yeah. Crispin Glover is Back to the Future. Yeah, but the guy's last name is Glover. Yeah, yeah. Anywho. Yeah, him. He, you know, I love that, that just the little scene with him where he's like, yo, you know, you're gonna, it's like, come on, I've got ice cream in here. You know, just that quick, you know, they kept that lightness. Do you know who, do you know who, you know what character he is? Well, I know his nephew is Miles Morales. He, yeah. if you read Ultimate Spider-Man, he is the Prowler. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. He, he's the so one I know who is the, in that uh, first arc. The guy that was in in the two scenes that uh, the vulture ends up bumping into in prison that Midway. Scorpion. Scorpion, yep. Yeah, I know. Because Jess is like, who's this guy? I'm like, I don't know. That I'm name like, sounds familiar. So Matt Gurgan. I'm like, oh, I know who that is. Matt Gurgan. Yeah, it's like, holy crap, that's cool. But yeah, I mean, I loved it. I mean, it was very well done. Um, and that last that 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 scene where Aunt May, you know, walks in and <laughs> that 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 was a beautiful again. And I just I really enjoyed the feel of the film. Yes, and the soundtrack that just it was fun. Everything was um, exciting. And two two things: the uh, one of the writers for that show used to be on. Your favorite show of all time, <laughs> uh-huh. Bones. He was the guy that uh, played the character of Sweets, the psychiatrist. He act. He they killed his character off on Bones because he was getting he was getting the opportunity to write movies, direct. He was shifting from in front of the camera to behind the camera. Okay. So I was really excited to see him writing for a Marvel film. Mm-hmm. I loved seeing that. I was like, yes, this is the type of stuff I want to see more of. Um, obviously, we all stood for, stayed for the final scene. The final Wasn't that great? I, for the first time in a long time, I got on Twitter, and I I don't know if it was a direct message or if it actually tweeted out, but I just simply said, at Chris Evans, well played, sir. Well played. <laughs> That's it. I, you know, I don't even think I got a, I don't think it, I don't know if it actually tweeted or not because I haven't. I don't even think anybody liked it or 
reshared it or whatever. But maybe they just, I just didn't get I was it. like, very well done, beautifully, beautifully done. Yeah, so I, uh, I, just, I took Mikey to see it that Saturday after it opened, which was yeah, just, gutsy. Of we you. took just yeah, we took Jess to see it that Sunday for her birthday. We were like, um, I mean, I remember thinking usually I wait a week because people suck and I don't want to deal with crowds and talking and whatever. But I took Mikey to Kempo in the morning. By the way, he got his next belt. Uh, Yeah, purple belt. Very proud of him. And so I said, all right, well, guess what? I was going to do it anyway. But I said, for for your reward, let's go see Spider-Man. No, I'm sorry. I didn't tell him. I just drove there. On the way back, we stopped at Taco Bell. He's like, oh, we're going to Taco Bell? I said, sure. Because we had some time. I had already ordered the tickets. And then uh, he's like, oh, this is great. Wow, what a nice surprise. I said, well, you did well on your belt. You know, you got your new belt, so this is like that. And then, coincidentally, the way to get home is driving past the IMAX. And he's, nice. and he's talking to me, you know, in the back seat, telling me a story about something. And I just keep driving in, and I park the car. And then he goes, wait a minute. What the? like he had two minutes of being off track of where we were going home and he never noticed so so I said what do you think about going to see Spider-Man yeah and so we go in and we watch it and it's great because I agree they they did the smart thing and let him be a teenager in high school we need some films of that let him let him just enjoy how excited he is to be Spider-Man like it starts off with the the home video of him from Civil War. Yeah, I like love that. That was that great. was really cool, and it showed. I mean, you you could see a kid living today with the access to like cell phones, being able to record stuff and all that. You could see a kid doing that, yeah. being told he really shouldn't, but still doing it anyway. Yeah, and then like him in the hotel room, and him, oh, isn't this cool? Look at the outfit I got. What do you mean, Bob? The whole thing, and it, it it had a fun energy, and it also had a oh crap type of thing because. The vulture wasn't just I'm a guy who's doing bad things. You and rightfully so, as they should do. It. Batman has taught us this all along. You should sympathize with your villain. Absolutely. So this guy and is just started hard, that right off the bat, and he's a hardworking schlub who who is looking out for his men. And it flashes back to the original Avengers movie, which I thought was so smart. Yeah. You know, and then he's like, you know what? Fine. If you're not gonna let me do my job, I'll make my own job. Like that was, that was great. And then that whole scene everybody's talking about with him in the car. Oh yeah. Right. You know exactly where he ends up. Yes. Grabbing the gun. Yep. Yeah. And you're like, oh, like, he knows. Wow. And I mean, that was a ballsy thing for them to show. You know, because it's like one of those that. You know, you show you you're showing basically an adult being prepared potentially to cause harm to a child yes but it's that situation of you can understand why yeah because now you have the full story he's not just trying to do what he can for his men we find out who his family is and that's cool and i love that reveal because throughout the film they didn't make it blatantly obvious right right i love that like you could piece it together if you were paying attention I imagine, but it was very well. I also love the fact that, like, they 
integrated him into the world of the Marvel Universe without it being mostly that. Like, Tony Stark is very invested in him and yeah. is keeping tabs on him. I love that. Even though he play, he tries to play aloof, you know he cares for the kid and he's trying to look out for him and trying to, you know, teach him the right way of doing things. And even says, like, it, it showed major development for Tony Stark, too, because he goes, Absolutely. look, I, I didn't have a good relationship with my father and I re re regret that. I want to make sure I can do better for you. Yeah. And I loved, <laughs> I loved the, that final scene with, with him happy. Like, I loved seeing, you know, the bond that grew with happy. Yes. Yes. You know, that was really good. I mean, that was beautiful character growth for him. And I love that final scene where it's him happy at the Avengers compound. Yes. And yes. we see the kid make the right choice. That was great. I love that. Yeah. Hey, it's one of those, when you're ready, we're here for you. But, you know, I, I, I'm impressed that you didn't just jump at it. That yeah. was really, and really cool. moment of, you know, Pepper coming out like, what are you doing? Where's the kid? You know, yeah, that whole, oh, shoot. Okay, they're okay with it, but they were hoping the kid was going to, you know. <laughs> That was great. I've had this in my pocket for years. I, so smart. So, I mean, you didn't just kind of throw, it didn't feel like Tony Stark was forced in the movie. It felt very much a, a well done payoff. Yeah. And it's the, you know, it was the whole fear that everybody had. I think you and I touched on it briefly, like how heavy is Iron Man going to be in it? And it was the nice, a nice sprinkling of it. And even Captain America being in it. Oh yeah, that was very well done. I mean, and let's face it, if if you know superheroes were real and Captain America was a real thing, you could totally see our U.S. Go or our government doing the same thing with Captain America that was done with Arnold Schwarzenegger back in like the '90s, where he's you know trying to you know he's shaking the pom poms so to speak, you know, public service message, yeah. Is, or, yeah public service announcements and all that so that was just what about the gym teacher yeah. i don't know he's he's like an outlaw criminal or something but whatever it's captain america so here you go and he shows the yeah, video it's, still, it's, state, it's state mandated or something like that I mean, yeah well did you know who the principal of the school was did you pick up on that yes because i the entire time i you know the, the seniors he was in i'm like that looks familiar just as like wasn't he in captain america first avenger i'm like I think he was. And here, he's supposed to be the grandson. So that's, Love it. Love it. Yes. Love it. Love Beautifully it. Beautifully done. Um, and I told Justice that that's brilliant. That's a way to bring back some of those other actors just for those quick scenes, you know. And you can see why he would still be showing the videos. Yep, still wanting to see, see it. Right? I think that, Absolutely. that's so smart. I'm so happy. I just... Oh, however... Again, same thing like a la Doctor Who. You have people who are going to whine and complain even though they're given the kingdom. Yeah. You have a golden toilet? Well, why don't I have two golden toilets? Shut your mouth. Why Why is it my toilet paper, you know, covered in gold? Well, do you remember the one thing that everybody was saying with, oh, they better not show. Here we go, another revamp. They're going to show Uncle Ben die. They're going to do the power yes, responsibility. Thank God. Thank God, because it's not needed. Yep. Let's focus yeah, on the they, other thing. They summed it up in dialogue, and I love love the dialogue with his buddy. He's like, well, 
you know, can I get bit by the spider? No, no, dude, it's dead. It's dead. The so end. die. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like... Right. Well, you, you have these idiots online. And again, this is why I avoid the internet whenever something is released. Who say... Wait a minute. That wasn't my... Oh, there's one guy in particular. That's not my Spider-Man. Sucked. It sucked. Why? There was no origin story. There was no Uncle Ben. Like, you've seen it twice already. Yeah. As a matter of fact, in the Raimi films, they replayed it three, for each movie. Yeah, it's unnecessary. Yeah, like, this is fun. This is exciting. And, uh, like, even the little tweaks that they do with the outfit where he presses a button on his chest and it wraps around him. Very smart. I love it. Yep. You should have Very Tony Stark being the guy. It's, I never bought certain things in the comics. That always bothered me. This kid yeah. is not sewing his own suit. He's not sitting in his yeah. room with a needle and thread and going. I mean, that's a that's a very complicated suit to draw, let alone create. Yeah. And two, um, with the webbing, which okay, they they do the mechanical webbings, but I always thought, a la the Raimi films. In hindsight, I think Stan Lee should have had it where the webs came out of his wrists, because if you have spider powers, it's a lot more believable to go. Well, it's part of his powers. As opposed to, well, uh, in addition to this lucky son of a bee being a superhero, he's also a genius that can create web fluid that nobody else has been able to figure out. No, you know what I mean? But again, well, I digress. And this is actually something uh, that came out in dialogue somewhere. Someone had made the remark, why didn't he have uh, Spidey sense? He did. He's a teenage kid going through puberty. He hasn't for lack of a better wording, unlock that skill yet. Right. Yeah. Well, they also ex explained it with the fact that he does have Spidey sense, they're just not focusing on it. Yeah, or he hasn't realized that's what it is. Sure, right. Because as I'm watching the movie, I'm watching him dodge and, and lit leap and flip out of the way. And that's Absolutely. definitely, but they don't have to come out and tell you this is Spidey sense. And that's what the um, director had said. He goes... It's not that he doesn't have Spidey sense. We're just not focusing on it because the other movies have already done it. Yeah, and it, it, come, it becomes kind of like, I hate to say it, a bit of a parody. A what? A parody of itself when it, you make it blatantly obvious. Yes, yes. Like, um, from what someone said in from remarks from the Infinity trailer, uh, there's a scene where something happens and Tom Holland... Like, has this look of, he's looking around like something's wrong. Okay. So it's like, okay, that's him using the Spidey sense outside of the suit. Right. As Peter Parker running around. So that'll be interesting once that trailer finally drops. Yes. But, oh my god, yeah, it's just... It was so pitch perfect, like, the rhythm of it was great. Yeah. Uh, I don't want... Beautifully... Now, here's a question. Who bought Stark Tower? I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and see. Also, I'm, I'm suspecting it might have been Osborne. Maybe. That's true, but I think Stark, the Avengers Tower pops up again. So I don't know what happens. Yeah, in it'll be interesting. I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. Yeah, I have such faith. It's so funny. I always say this. Marvel movies at this point, I'm not nervous for. They, you know, the, they're talking about Captain Marvel movie is going to be a prequel that happens before Iron Man 1 that introduces the Skrulls. 
Yeah, it's in the 90s. In the 90s. Okay. So, so that'll be interesting. But here's the loophole, and here's how they're going to do it. They obviously can't have it take place on Earth. Because the first alien invasion is the Chitari that happens in yep. the Avengers, because it's known as the Incident. Yep. And so I've seen the, the pictures that they've released. Check out Never Gets Old podcast page to see more. Um, yep. And it's showing her on a alien planet fighting scrolls so i'm like okay good yeah very nice i like yeah. that and from what i could see from the photos of like what her outfit's supposed to be it's, it, dead it's on. a suit that makes sense it's the dead on accurate to the comics yeah suit I'm yeah there might be a little refining here or there but again it makes sense yeah, and well, that's the important part. i'm so excited I, I mean again it's a character i never cared about but once I see yeah, the I mean, movie... Yeah, I mean, I picked up the comics and I read a couple of her comics. She's an interesting character. Sure. But I'll... So. I'll uh, I My faith is completely in... I'm hoping I could say that about the DC movies once Justice League hits. Maybe now, because of all that they've learned, a la Wonder Woman and Suicide Squad. To do yeah, it but... right, you know? Like, let's have fun. Yeah. That's basically it. So yeah, I think, I think with what we've been seeing from the Justice League trailers, I think... Marvel and DC are going to be their own animals, mm-hmm. and people will rightfully be able to enjoy both of them mm-hmm. or either of them. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to be good. Um, what else? Oh, so okay, so we see the movie, we love it, we stayed at the end. I can't believe people still get up during the end credits and leave. Yeah, it's still surprising. Everybody but, around us was doing that. I I almost leaned over and went, "You're going to want to stick around," but I thought, "Yeah, they're lost. Whatever." Yeah, you know, like. Uh, Jess, myself, and Royce and his wife, we were we were entertaining enough that apparently we kept the people like around us there. Yeah. <laughs> it was just remarks and just goofiness that we were doing, you know. So well, but it Go ahead. Yeah. It was it was very well done. I just I, I can't I can't praise it enough. Well we get up. The movie's over. We, Mikey stands up. I wait till the last look for the lights to pop up because that's when you know there's no more surprise credits. Yeah. And Mikey goes, "Look at this." I, I, by the way, he's eight years old. I'm so proud of him. He's eight going on thirty-eight. I, I, he goes, "Look at this. Look what these people did." And I look, and I tweeted this because, or put it on Facebook or whatever, because I sincerely was baffled and didn't know if this was a new trend. I get up and I look, and everybody left their garbage. There are there. Now I look off to the side in my same row. There's a bucket of popcorn, not even half emptied, left on the floor. There's a soda thing in the soda holder. There's wrappers and napkins and plates everywhere. Nobody made an effort at all to try wow. and it's it was shocking. This is why I sat in the car. I didn't even leave yet. I, I went out to the car, pulled out my phone and asked, let me ask everybody, is this a new trend where people assume the movie people, the movie theater staff are going to clean up after them? I was surprised wow. I didn't see toilet paper that's, and crap on it. That's how much these people did not care. That's that's disrespectful to the theater staff. Now I can understand leaving like, you know, popcorn, popcorn remains. Sure. Yeah, well, just remains like the bits and pieces that fall through your hands sure. on the floor. Yeah, that I can understand. 
This maybe maybe you know forget one of the napkins tucked in the the cubby hole, the cup holder, whatever. I can understand little stuff like that, but the bucket of soda, the tub of popcorn—that's just. This was groups of people that. I mean, it wasn't just one person. Because if it was one person, I thought, well, that person's a pig. But it it, yeah. it baffled me because I'm looking around and it was multiple groups of people. So I didn't know if it was this new fad thing that had happened that swept the nation. And I just went, really? Because not only is it wrong for the people who work there. What kind of filthy animal are you to be an adult and not know to clean up after yourself? Yeah, it's it's common decency. You know, you, you take your, your trash and you throw it out right i mean when when jess and i are done i usually look at her and say you know we look at the popcorn if there's enough to make it worth our while to take home we take it home otherwise you toss there's it. Not. what's that otherwise you just toss it yeah otherwise you take the soda cup you slide it into the bucket or the bag if you just decided to get a bag of popcorn and you I, I can't slide that into the trash can it's I, not a difficult concept i can't believe it it was shocking so i wanted to share it. i almost was like we have to talk right now I have to ask because holy crap, people suck. I mean, these are adults. Yeah, that's just that's mind-numbingly. Holy crap! Ignorant. Yeah, it's ignorance. People just people suck. Telling. Um. So yeah, that happened, and with that uh, uh, Avengers Academy game. Yeah. For those who are playing this game, uh, we've spoken about this before. Well, I know you said you would unlock the uh, Spider Spidey. Well, you want to know how far I've gotten now? I seem to be on a roll. I've uh -oh. unlocked Doc Ock, Spider Girl. I'm now at the point where I have to fight Silver Sable seven times. So I've already beaten her a bunch of times, but they just keep. Well, now for the next thing, you got to unlock. You know, yeah. do this, do this, do this. Oh, okay, and they're not making it easy at all. Because every time you have to fight her, before that you have to get whatever you need by fighting the symbiotes. You gotta, yeah, you got to get the components to get, yeah. So you only get a couple shots for that before now you have to go back and fight the giant octopus thing on the building. You have to wait four hours yeah. for them to charge up on that and just start it again. Yeah. And I'm almost to the point where I'm going to unlock uh, Silk. Nice. Because you have to get the Daily Bugle. And wait for the ribbons to drop and all of that of course pucky uh but i'm doing it and it's funny too because before i'm like boy i really never bothered this hard before and yeah. at the same time i'm still it, and that's the funny thing as soon as you get one it just kind of snowballs yeah well now that i yeah. seem to understand it kind of want certain characters more um yeah. well, i'm curious to see if and what they're going to do for defenders next month this is why I'm holding off on. I'm not using any of the blue diamonds. Yeah, like I'm. I have 852 right now. I'm looking at the screen as we speak. And yeah, I've just been racking them up, racking them up. And I'm not. I could spend them to get like Spider-Man 2099. Yeah, I'm sure Miles like, Morales will be to... there eventually. Do I need? Not if there's a chance I can get Daredevil. I want yeah. to get Daredevil. Obviously. Yeah, and it, it probably gets your goat that I've got the entire Defenders team on my. Yeah, well, yeah not of course, really. I, I did, of course, I'd also got it barely back when they had started initially. I'm looking forward to the, the next 
event like that with them because I want to get the stuff to upgrade. Okay, sure. That'll happen. That's yeah. one of those things I go, oh, look, I could finally, I just upgraded uh, Drax. Yeah. He's in his full shirtless wonder. Um, oh, wait a minute. What was I, I was going to tell you something, too. Oh, there, there was a comment made by um, Jim Lee, I guess, last night about how, oh, you know, the comics, we're doing fantastic as far as Rebirth goes, but the industry overall is not people's first exposure to superheroes anymore. It's like second or third, and we need to fix that. Okay. It made me go, why don't you just do the obvious thing I told you, and at the end or beginning of any show or movie that you make, do a quick 10-second ad. Yeah, I mean, that's really... Okay. I mean, realistically, that's the only thing they can do. Right? I mean, it's... well. I mean, cross the cross the streams for the love of God. If people love a yeah, movie I mean, or a TV show, say go go to your comic book store. Yeah, I mean we live in a day and age where film and TV is everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I, I hate to say it, but it's certainly understandable why comics aren't people's first exposure anymore. Right, but they're saying that Rebirth has still been strong. They're still kicking the crap out of all their co competitors. And I'm like, good, you deserve it. It's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been slowly catching up, and they've been really good. Um, Marvel, I've been signing off certain yep. books just because, you know, they've disappointed me. Yep, yep. I read Bendis' Spider-Man. I read Daredevil, obviously. Defenders and Jessica Jones. That's it. That's all yeah. I'm not reading anything well, else. I love the, the Jessica Jones line that they've got going on right now because they're dealing, they're de they dealt with, you know, alternate Earths. You know, she, yes. that was beautiful. I love you know? it. I, I thought that was, that was a smart thing to do because there is going to be some spillover. Yeah. So. so it'll be interesting. Um, there is something we did not talk about. Oh. <laughs> Do tell. Stargate. I knew you were going to do that. I thought I'm going to mention it, but we'll probably really get into it on the MacGyver podcast. Yeah. But yeah, um, let's touch on that because Thursday night yeah, I was the one to let you know. Yeah. With that. First, tell everybody am, what it is. Don't. Yeah. Basically, okay. Stargate. Recently, Stargate uh, Command was released that they were going to be doing Stargate Command. That's the only tease that they gave us. Um, Thursday night, they revealed that they were doing a 10-part, 10 10-minute 10 series called Stargate Origins, dealing with Catherine. Uh, I can't remember the last name. Langford. Lang thank you. Uh, where she's the woman who's very integral in the Stargate program, getting off the ground, doing all the everything. Okay. Well, as Max said, we'll go into this more great detail in the MacGyver podcast, but I feel to get this off my chest. Yep, 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 yep. Anybody who's familiar with Stargate, any of the fans that are familiar with Stargate, we got the history of the Stargate program because we paid attention to SG-1, where sporadically throughout the first seven, eight seasons, they were giving us the glimpses of, you know, the history. 
we already know there are certain things they're not going to be able to do in those days. They're only if they do it, they're only going to be able to activate gate. They're going to have to send a scientist in a dive suit through it yep, and yep, lose him. Yep, yep, yep. That's the only time they're ever going to be able to activate the gate. Yep. They're not going to be able to do a lot of things. They can't touch them. You know, it'll it'll have to be as somebody said, very, you know, espionage, espionage esque. Very, you know, trying to figure out how to get it to work and constantly struggling. They're not. I mean, it, I, I hate to say it. I feel kind of underwhelmed mm-hmm. with this news. Okay. Um, Stargate Command is apparently going to be a, for lack of better wording, web access portal to stream SG-1, Atlantis, Universe, the films. And it's great, but the way it's being presented, it's going to be a subscription-based thing, which, knee-jerk reaction, okay, you're going to try to force me into subscribing to something that I've got on my DVD shelf. Yes. Yes. And as uh, somebody pointed out on, on my status or someone else's status, just because it's subscription doesn't necessarily mean it's a paid subscription. Think a la CWC. Like, okay, that's true. That's technically a subscription. You have to subscribe to it so that you get the notifications that, you know, hey, a new video's up. Okay. Maybe it could be good. Um, as our friend Tanya Rufa had said, I'm cautiously optimistic. Uh huh, uh huh. Anything Stargate is better than nothing Stargate. Yes, yes. But they could re- they're in a position where they could really screw their continuity. Well, yeah, they could, in which case it'll be like the Highlander sequel movies where they're just not considered canon until Endgame. Yeah. But, but here's my thought on it got to remember, up until last year, even this year, I think when they finally announced that they weren't doing it, the rights, because MGM went bankrupt uh, and were stupid enough to stop... All right, brief history for anybody who, who has not listened to any podcast. Friday nights used to be heaven. Friday night was sci-fi TV was that it was their night. You had yeah. Stargate SG-1. You had Stargate Atlantis, and then you had Battle Star Galactica. Yeah, and then they like when the shows were on hiatus, they filtered like Eureka. Yeah, um, there was always original the, program. The, the sprinkling of sci-fi delicacies. Yes. You know. So this is all going great and swell and wonderful, and then somebody comes on board and goes, "You know what? <clears throat> this is my network." I don't care how good or what following there is to these series. Because it's now my station, I want to wipe this out. I'm going to end all original programming and put on uh, wrestling and movies such as Sharknado, where they are intentionally... Yes, where they are intentionally bad sci-fi movies because I personally think those are funny. And what they did when they did that was, oh, and it, it didn't help that when they came out with Stargate Universe, the third series, the network did not support it like they should have. 
Well, they had made the they had made the decision it was going to be canceled after the after not even before the first six episodes. Exactly. Aired, but they were contracted, obligated to do two seasons because it, the showrunners were smart enough to get that in writing at least. And that's see, and now the Stargate franchise is one of those that can, if done right, go on forever. Uh, and the bricks were slammed on because of that. Now, when that idiot did that, he stopped any Stargate production, which meant it hurt MGM, along with whatever else MGM had going wrong. MGM filed bankruptcy and had to give up the rights to Stargate. So they reverted back to the two guys who wrote the original movie. They also wrote Independence Day. Yes, uh, Dean Devlin and uh, guy's last name getting with an E. I He's think. on Facebook as a friend too. I can't think of his name. You're yeah. right. You're right. Emmerich or something Emmerich. like that. Emmerich. Ivan Emmerich or something like that. I uh, could be wrong. But Roland, Roland Emmerich. Roland. I just shook my phone. So okay, so these guys who mistakenly said oh, we have nothing to do with the C- the television show. Well, that was where your gold was. Just like Highlander the movie was good, the television show was better. So if you were they smart, kept it alive. if you if you're smart, you hop on what is better of the two. Well, they said, well, we're going to do our own movie and we're going to ignore the television franchise. Nobody wanted that freaking new movie. Nobody wants it. Well, and here's the thing: they said this before Independence Day. Uh, right. Resurrection or Resurrection. I was getting that. Yes. They were like. Came out. And they, they were brazen enough to say, upon the success of the Independence Day sequel, we will be doing the sequel to that and a new Stargate trilogy. So they start doing the Stargate, the, their new trilogy with all new actors ignoring the television show. Mm-hmm. And apparently, what happened, thank God was that enough people jumped in and said, we don't want this. If it's not going to be, I was one of them, you were one of them. Everybody who could be vocal was for the right reasons to say, if it's not connected to the franchise that we love, please don't do it. Please, please, please don't do it. And then once the numbers came back for the sequel to Independence Day, which apparently were abysmal, they went... Which is a shame because I actually enjoyed the movie. I thought it was fun. I have to see it. I haven't seen it. Yeah, it... it you know, they had it take place real time after the first one, and it 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 made sense. Well, okay. So they anyway. actually made a statement to say, okay, we're listening to what everybody says, and I think the quote was something like, based on the fact that nobody except us wants us to reboot this franchise, we're done. We're not going to do it. We've canceled all production on the movie, which I thought, hallelujah. Because, again, if they never do Stargate again, at least it won't be tarnishing more of what we know. So now, I guess MGM has gotten the rights back. It seems that way, so yeah. It seems very some, smart. Some production team got it, yeah. It, well, no, it's officially MGM. Oh, it's back to MGM. So, okay. I didn't see I didn't who the, the news came from. I just saw the news. I'm like, uh, this could be really good, but... I'm seeing the hallmarks of something that can blow up in their face. Well, here's what happens. Now they, uh, somebody along the way is going, hey, you know what? There's a franchise that never should have gone away. 
In a world where we, we can bring back the X-Files and various other shows, why don't we do this? Now, they announced this new series. You're right. There is a bit of a worry because potentially they could mess it up. I think the real danger is it's going to be boring. It's not going to be... I really don't see them stepping on the history so much because apparently it's being made by people who, who are deeply into Stargate. And the whole reason they're doing this is they're going to use this as a... We're testing the waters because if this does well... Though I don't, I don't, I would much rather have a television show, but hey, let's, yeah. let's start where we can. If, yeah. if this does well, maybe that'll bump, bump us along. Somebody else will be brave enough to go, all right, well, why don't we do, I don't know, the Stargate movie with Jack that they were supposed to do before MGM went back. That's the part I forgot to tell you in the story, everybody yeah. who's listening. There was supposed to be a third DVD movie, which was Jack driven, which is what people have wanted. Yeah, there was well, no, there was supposed to be two other movies, not just not just the Jack driven one. There was supposed to be that one and the follow up to Stargate Atlantis because they were going to right. Start, You're absolutely start right. Doing the groundwork for the Atlantis movies as well. Yes. So now this is why I'm optimistic. I'm cautiously optimistic, but I'm more like I have faith in the fact that they're probably not going to do any damage to what has already happened. I just think it's it's. You know, we're going to see at least a, a step in the right direction, which I'll take. Yeah. I'm hoping what they're going to do, and this is a remark that I forget which friend said it, but I'm hoping the subscription-based based aspect of it is, okay, the app's going to be free to download. You'll be able to watch Stargate Origins for free. You'll just have to deal with, you know, halfway through the episode, a commercial, or before the episode, a commercial, whatever. Whatever. And then in order to access the archived videos or the archived episodes of everything Stargate, that would be the paid aspect of it. If it's set up that way, I am completely on board. Right. Right. Um... If it's the only way you can watch Stargate Origins is through the paid end of it, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I love Stargate, but I don't think my love for Stargate is strong enough for yet another paid service. No, I, I won't pay for it. That's the thing. Uh, no, because I'll do one of two things. I'll either wait and watch it through my Fire Stick, so he's going to upload it, or I'll wait until it comes out on DVD and just buy it. Yeah. I mean, they're going to get my money anyway, but at least I'm not going to be a sucker and pay per 10-minute yeah. episode. They, no chance on God's Green Earth. Yeah, and it also depends on how often the episodes will be coming out, too. Well, it's coming out in the fall of this year, which is amazing. Yeah, so. which I did see that. I saw that. that no, that's promising. It's just, I, you know, the story, I hate to say, we've kind of suffered. We've suffered quite a bit because of things that are just really, it's a really weird business decisions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, somebody tried to pick a fight with me uh, over the week uh, because they were saying, who you know, 
something about the last two seasons of SG One, and did you did you notice the difference? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I have. I said, yeah. and I quickly said, you know, I knew there would be a di my standard go to is I knew there'd be a difference without RDA in front of the camera, but I yeah. didn't know there would be such a drastic difference without him behind the camera. And I said, you know, for example, I could see him just shooting Vala. And somebody jumped on there and went, he wouldn't shoot Vala. None of them would do that. They're more professional. And I'm like, okay, back off. I didn't mean it literal. However, I do see him shooting her with a zap gun and then tossing her rear end through the gate. Yeah. That And, and she said, yeah, he wouldn't let her join the team. I'm like, there you go. That's... Thank you. That's exactly my point. And then I said, just out of curiosity, when did you start watching Stargate? Because if you came in during the ninth season and you were just accepting of whatever they threw at you, you could see the divide of not recognizing the greatness beforehand. Mm -hmm. And so they missed that shift. And, yeah. And, I, and she was. And, well, and I and I pointed and I made the remark to you in, a, in the exchange uh, text messages last weekend. You could tell certain aspects of the Ori story, that storyline had the potential to be the next great, you know, Gould mm -hmm. caliber storylines that could have lasted another seven, eight seasons. Sure. But certain aspects of it felt rushed, and I can't help but think that's because the focus was on Atlantis. And huh. them slowly starting to do the groundwork for Universe. See, I, and I, I had no problem people, with them. Okay. I wondering if people had started to stretch themselves a little bit too thin. See, I didn't even, I personally didn't notice that. I liked the Ori. I thought, okay, that's a cool, dangerous villain. Oh, absolutely. I love the indo indoctrination aspect of it. Right, 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 which seemed very... Um, absolute, absolute faith, absolutely. And that was just, I mean, that's terrifying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it is. And also, they seem omnipotent. Like, they can turn on, yeah. you know, start a fire with their hand. Oh, crap. And, and that's just the primers, you know. Yes, yes. You know. So, I mean, that that was yeah, good. Yeah, William B. Davis. Or not William. Yeah, William B. Cool. Yeah, William B. Davis. I'm waiting to see uh, what you're talking about. Smoking Man. Oh, 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 sure. Okay. He was, uh, one, of, he was the first, one of the first primers we got to meet. Right, right. Love that because it was that that little bit of a nod to a, a you know a main character from another universe or another franchise in a badass role. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I you know I like the priors. I had no problem with them. I, some people are like they're not the they're not the ghouls. Well, no, they're not. Let's have no, something new. Be... We can have something new. We can always bring the yeah. ghoul back anyway if you want. Yeah, I mean, I if. If they're doing this to test the waters for more Stargate, fantastic. I'd love to see them, you know, do a, okay, X amount of years after, you know, SG-1 and Atlantis, the characters from those respective shows are off doing their thing. If they're able to bring them back, fantastic. Obviously, yes. you know, they'll probably never be able to bring Ronan and Dex because that man's filming, like, That's five fine. or six different five or six different branch or programs or, or five or six different things already. Yeah. But I mean, they can at least say, Oh yeah, Ronan Dex is off 
you know, helping so you know this planet defend against you sure. know cells of the wraith or whatever. Sure. You know, they can, there's enough in-universe diversity that they could explain away a lot of different aspects. Yeah, I'm okay with that. That's, I mean. I, whatever. I mean, they could do that with the pods on uh, uh, Stargate Universe. Absolutely. Which, which, okay, some pods opened up, some didn't yet. Absolutely. So you know, yeah. you're not going to get Ming Chen back because she's on no. Shield, which is fine. Yeah. Her pod, her pod didn't open. Ah well. But the, yeah. here's the people who's. Or did. her, or her pod had a critical failure or something. Right. Right. If she just not, maybe she her contract is too restrictive for her to come back. Okay. So either A, kill her off, or just leave her in deep three. That's a wonderful way to get around that. Yep. Um, so we'll see what happens. Which would be really interesting, because I swear to God, the woman doesn't age. So, I know, I okay, know. Her, her contract's up. Now she's on, you know, now she's able to come back, you know, briefly or permanently on Universe. Yeah. That could be an interesting storyline, you know, say she's been in deep freeze for 10 years. The, the shock of what's going on, you know. And I'm still going to have the writers of the comic book. There's they, the two guys who write the Stargate Atlantis comic book, which is fantastic. I and, love it. And, I have right? not read. I have not read the universe issue yet. Okay, I, I did. Until the second, I was hoping to wait until the second issue came out before I read it. Right. I, I, I did. don't know if it's been released yet. Uh, and it's funny too because the one actor from the show, uh, Eli, there says. Yeah, it's great. I don't mind it, but it's not it's not official in my mind until we're back there doing it. I'm like, good, good. I, I like, like that. that. Yeah, I, I loved getting the chance to meet him. Yep. He was so freaking cool. Right? Sweet guy. Um, yeah. I, I I hope I'll meet him one of these days. But he uh, he's funny, too. He had a YouTube page where he was interviewing people, and they were just cool. laughing. And it's, it's a delight to check out. Um, blah, 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 blah. Oh, before we go couple recommendations i found a couple bands through um listening to podcasts uh one is called lord huron okay the night we met is the song that they played and i got hooked so i've been getting their albums uh very nice very um nice harmony nice acoustics whatever you know like i can't uh very airy like the way they recorded was like you know has that sort of echoey effect Oh, okay. Very pleasant music to, to even just to have on in the background. Uh, and then the other one was called Borns. And they did a song called 2000 Emerald Pools, which I like that song. But when I went on YouTube, they do an acoustic version. Oh, really? It's him and a girl. I, I assume his girlfriend. She plays the keyboards. He plays guitar. They do high harmony together and it's fantastic there's that one and electric love are two acoustic versions that i recommend even more than the album version Ooh. yeah it's good stuff if i remember i'll send it directly to you but that was for the listener uh one of the shows that i heard it on is a podcast called the grapes of rad okay it, it's funny there's a group of friends who do various there's too beautiful to live uh, there's a podcast called After These Messages, and there's Grapes of Rad. Well, they're all intermingled by at least one person. The one who appears on one also appears on the other. Okay. And it's fun. It's a quick hour or two of them playing games with each other, just 
bullcrapping about life. It's fun. I, I thought of you and I'm like, okay, that's worthy of... Check it out. Grapes of Rad in particular would be the first one to check out because that's the, the most lighthearted, fun paced of the bunch. And then when I when I caught up with all their most recent ep episodes, I'm like, all right, which one is next? Too beautiful to live. Okay, so now, you know. Very cool. Uh, I think that's everything on my list for now. Uh, next, we'll try to do unless something exciting happens in the world of comics or whatever. We'll try and do a MacGyver podcast next. Mm, very cool. Uh, um, I'm trying to think. The only other two quick notes I can think of off the top of my head are. The Guardians of the Galaxy 2 mm -hmm. DVD is coming out, I believe, in August. I forget the date. Sweet. But they released a commercial for it on uh, Facebook's where I saw it. Apparently, they, they revealed the, the commercial at San Diego Comic-Con, or coincidentally, it came out around this time. Huh. Um, the commercial is very reminiscent of a commercial you'd see from the 80s. Okay. Like, with that weird, like... VHS quality, sure, like Static tracking lines and all that and stuff. So they're just embracing the, you know, the nods to nostalgia. Sure, and that's that's the movie that you should. Just like Ready Player One, I just saw the trailer for that. Yep, that you was got... one of the other. The, that was one of the two trailers I was just going to mention. Iron that Giant is yeah, Iron Giant, the DeLorean, DeLorean, the bike from Akira, and I swear to God, I saw a uh, light cycle. There was, and there was also Freddy okay. Krueger, Deadpool, yep, Deadpool, and Harley Quinn. Yep, it is a litany of culture iconology. Yeah. And I love it. I hope it's done well. I mean, I hope it's not just, you know, uh, um, what do you call it? Info dump type of splash, no, splash, 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 splash. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's going to be. I think it's supposed to be very truthful or very true to the... Uh, the source material. Okay, which I don't know, so this will be... Uh, yeah, I've got the book from one of the loot crates that I got uh, the other year when I subscribed to it, so I, I'll have to dig it out and, you know, after Jess reads it, because she's already called this, <laughs> um, I'll read it and get back to it. Um, and the other trailer, the other trailer I was going to mention is for the people out there that are fans of Stranger Things. Oh, I saw that too. Got a much, much more in-depth trailer for that and i love the fact that you know it's supposed to take place the next year and we're seeing the kids being kids yep. with ghostbusters yep 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 love that too. paul riser is going to be in that yeah paul riser sean astin is supposed to be in it which i think i may have seen both of them very like blinking you miss it huh. same thing. Yeah, I, I think it. paul riser was sitting there in the group of three they were in shadow but i'm pretty sure i could make out his face as one of those three people. Okay. That's so, cool. Uh, I may be wrong. So Well, it kind of makes me want to go back and watch it again. So. Yeah, I'm going to watch it again just because, I mean, I, I love the fact that, you know, the kids are freaking uh, arcade and just, it, it's going to be fun. And a very happy birthday to Mr. Ichabod Crane, Tom Meissen. Today is his birthday. For those, uh, for those that... Uh, are listening to this in the future, you now know when we recorded it. Yeah, it was on Tom Wilson's <laughs> birthday. Um, yep. So hopefully we'll get him on the show, but either way, hope he has a good one. It's all over sure. Twitter because, you know, Cindy being friends with all the people on there means I'm friends with them too. Absolutely. <laughs> 
All right, everybody. Uh, we will go. Don't forget, you know, the whole rigmarole. All these things that we've talked about, you can find on our Facebook page. And yeah, like, subscribe, follow, obsessively, oh, you know, digest everything we dull out. <laughs> exactly. All right. Have a good one, everybody, and stay excited. See you, everyone. Thanks for listening. Music was provided by Harmony Constant. Subscribe to us on iTunes, YouTube, Facebook, and Stitcher.